Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is my best friend, Steph Walton. We have a lot to talk about. Roe is going to die. We have an opportunity, though, and we must take advantage. But before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman-run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup, and don't forget forget, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Steph Walton. Welcome back to the show, Stephanie. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. What a day. I thought about this last night. I'm like, oh, I am so glad I get to talk to Kimberly yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, we had this planned, and um, we didn't know <laughs> this was going to happen. But, um, okay, I have so much to say. And I'm sure you do too. So we're going to have our say. But what I really want to stress and emphasize right now is there Democrats have a tendency to assume defeat before we've even had an election. Granted, Mm -hmm. killing Roe is definitely we lost that battle. We lost that battle. And but I'm not surprised. And I'm going to tell you something that's going to sound really weird. And I've said this before, but. I'm not excited about this. I did not want this to happen. But I'll tell you that I'm actually glad that it's happening this way as opposed to quietly happening where so many Americans have no idea that their right to choose has been taken away. Now they're going to know. So the blatant assault on it's not just women's rights, and we have to make sure to push this too. Yes, this is an assault on women, but this is an assault on all of us because there are going to be men out there who are going to be forced into fatherhood who don't want to be a father. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple who does not want to be parents for any reason that's none of your fucking business. This affects men. A man who is has nothing to do with this, doesn't know a pregnant person, isn't accountable for a pregnant person. Abortion is an economic issue. It affects all of us. So men need to stop saying this is a women's issue. I need to stay out of it. Get the fuck in there and open your mouth and recognize that this is not just about women. This is about women. This is about all of us. And this is an opportunity because if this doesn't wake us up for the midterms, I don't know what will. Well, if this doesn't wake us up for the midterms, nothing will. I mean, period. Like, what what do we do at that point? I can't even... I I mean, I know that's what's on the table. And if you are not motivated to vote, if you were one of those people who couldn't vote for a woman... Right. Who could who didn't listen to Hillary... By the way, Hillary was right about every of course single she was. fucking thing. Of course she was. And, and I, you know... Thank God I was... Uh, busy this morning because I would be spinning so far out of control with fury. I can't even tell you how many tweets I started to write. And yeah. I was like, no, no, that's too, that's too hardcore. You can't say pigs, um, you know, you, certain things, but it's like, um, <laughs> women are now second class citizens. 
We have no agency over our own bodies. And yes, it impacts men. And yes, men, I, I'm going to quote the brilliant Raphael Casal. He's a, he's an actor. He's a poet. He's, he's a brilliant uh, abortion rights activist, civil rights activist, human being who is, is definitely on the side, uh, you know, on our side. Mm -hmm. But he said this at an event, at a Planned Parenthood event last September. Men have been the beneficiaries of mm -hmm. abortion forever. Oh, hell it's yes. Time, and, now, and now I'm going to add, <laughs> it's time for them to get off their asses mm -hmm. and be on the front lines. You know, mm -hmm. we thought Trump being installed in 2016 was the worst of it. Mm -hmm. This is, that was nothing. Yeah. Compared to what, and, and but but him being installed in 2016 is why we're here. We all know this. Right. So now, how do we fight? We fight with our votes. Seventy percent of Americans support abortion rights, yeah. including believe, including Republicans. Of course. So now, come out, cast your vote, show up at your primaries and in November and vote the right way because life as we know it is changed. Yes. And, and this is going to happen. So it's not like what if, and then the next thing they're going to focus on is uh, I'm sorry, birth control. Then they're going to focus on marriage equality. And we all know that Ellie Mistal is saying, Hey, can we just focus on the fact that uh, they're taking away abortion rights today? Can we just fucking focus on that? And, and he's right because we are all, we are already projecting what they're going to do. And I think that's important, but I do think that, I mean, again, this is a huge opportunity and it's funny because in my, my own personal spiritual journey, you know, I've been, I, I listen to people who, you know, I've been battling trust. I, I don't trust very easily myself, the universe. Um, it's not that I don't have faith because I kind of do have faith, but I just never have faith in like myself and, and my own life. And so I've been working on that. And, and because of that, I've just been listening to different people talking about how to have that faith. And this is nothing new, but one of the recurring themes is every every tragedy, every negative things that a negative thing that happens offers up an, a, an opportunity. And it doesn't mean that we should be celebrating the horrible things that are happening, um, but we should be recognizing that those horrible things do offer us an opportunity. And you know what I'm hearing from so many Democrats, right? I mean, a lot of us are fired up. But some of us are already just defeated, and it's like, look, we have one opportunity. We're going to have two if we can get past this first opportunity in November. This opportunity in November is not going to reestablish abortion or anything like that. But what it will do is the abortion isn't going away. It's still going to be legal in the blue states. It's going to be illegal in the red states. They're going to criminalize it. I can't remember what it's called, but there, there are laws waiting right now. There's like laws on the books that as soon as Roe is killed, it will automatically be that it is against the law to have an abortion and you know in certain red states. But the fact that it's going to be legal in some states means that it's still alive. If we screw up in November... If we sit back and let the Republicans win, in 2024, they're going to take the abortion right away from every single state in this country. So mm -hmm. instead of assuming defeat and going, oh, that's it, we don't have any bodily autonomy anymore. That's not true. If you live in a blue state, you still have bodily autonomy. So don't overdo this don't feed the fucking republicans their own talking points don't say abortion is a hard decision that no one wants 
Yes, no one wants to have the procedure, but everybody wants the opportunity for that right, for that choice. If you don't want to fucking have a baby, you want to be able to have an abortion. That doesn't mean you're excited about abortion. It just means that you're grateful for the fucking procedure. And Democrats need to get really fucking sharp on their messaging. The other thing I want to say is... I am absolutely rejecting any handmade bullshit. I am not a handmaid. I'm not, I'm not going to act like a handmaid or say this is what they're doing to me. Fuck that. I'm a warrior, and I'm not letting them take these rights away. They're doing it right now. We can get them back. We lived in a country that didn't have these rights in the first place, and they were fought for. And granted, you know, it was this Roe v. Wade decision, but it was also fucking effort on the you know, on feminists, on everybody who cared about choice. And this is not the time to assume defeat. This is not the time to play into the right-wing talking points. I don't want to do it, and I don't want to see anybody else doing it, because we have a tendency to fucking dwell in our democratic misery. You know, Bob's always talking about it. Like, I think Democrats enjoy feeling sorry for themselves. Now, I'm not talking about you and me, because we don't. We're fucking fighters. But I see fucking people on Twitter and Facebook just throwing up their hands and acting like, well, it's all over now. No, it's not. We have two more elections that will really decide the fate of this country. And if we fuck this one up, if we don't show up like we didn't show up in 2010 and 2014 because we had a black president and thought, oh, that's enough. And we didn't pay attention to what was going on. Democrats did not show up. If you are a Democrat who showed up, I am not talking to you. So don't take offense. But if you are one of those Democrats who thought, oh, well, you know, I'm not in love with what Obama's doing or we have a black president now and that means we're all equal and everything's fine. You fucked up. Don't do that again. You know, mm-hmm. because the bottom line is if we had given Barack Obama a majority and, and weren't such fucking babies about elections, this wouldn't be happening because Mitch McConnell wouldn't have, you know, stood in the way. He wouldn't have had the power to stand in the way when fucking what's his name died. Whatever his fucking name was. I can't even remember right now. I'm so angry. <laughs> Did you, can you notice? Can you notice I'm angry? <laughs> I like it when you're angry. This is the kind of fire that we all need to bring to every day. Yeah. You know, at first, like I'm, I, I'm, I, I, my husband said to me last night, "What are you going to do?" And I said, "Well, I'm probably going to go to jail." I mean, like <laughs> oh, honestly, God. like I, I, I will. No, I'm not going to break any laws unless right. they say you must move from this protesting right place. D- take me, take me. <laughs> I, I, you know, for as someone who is alive and well today because of of abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I chose to have an abortion at 17. I chose to, I wanted mm-hmm. to have that abortion mm-hmm. uh, because that, that, that was, that was my choice. I don't, I don't need to explain beyond. I was right. 17 years old for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. I was 40 years old when I had to have an abortion because a, a, a non-viable pregnancy was not my body was not rejecting it and my and my body was staying pregnant though there was nothing alive inside of me there was nothing growing yeah and that wasn't pleasant but thank god i was able to have that abortion rather than you know carry out and and eventually you know um give birth to nothing Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah. Uh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that that was that was traumatic because I so wanted to have a child, but that, that it wasn't it wasn't happening for me. Yeah. And thank you know, thank God I was able to, and I lived in a state where that wasn't a crime. Right. Right. 
Exactly, and it's 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 a form of torture to make someone carry a pregnancy that's not viable. That's fucking torture, mm-hmm. especially a wanted pregnancy. And you know what? I'm so fucking tired. I'm so fucking tired of making excuses for abortions. It's like you said, you don't have to fucking explain to anyone. I'm not explaining no, shit. and and yeah, and I mean nobody does. Nobody owes, you know, random guy on the internet an explanation of why you had an abortion they you know if men uh, th- this is such an old everybody knows this i mean the whole there's the whole idea of if men could get pregnant there would be you know an abortion clinic at every eight you know at every Seven Eleven or whatever beyond that it would be on demand and free you could just walk up to whatever you know automatic abort it would be automatic you could just walk in it reminds me and i hate woody allen i fucking hate him but he did that that movie sleeper and he had the orgasmatron where two people yeah. would go in and like have an orgasm so it's like you just go into this little tube and poof, they'd suck out the baby and it would be over and i shouldn't say baby i should say fetus but you know what i mean and i also think and i wrote this in 2019 democratic the democratic leaders specifically but democratic voters too we need to use emotional language about this because that's what the republicans do and you know we we, we can't just like i said earlier i think i said it but i posted it today we shouldn't be saying, yeah, I said it earlier. Oh, nobody wants to have abortion. Stop that. Because you just said I was 17 and I wanted it. So oh, don't, yeah. yeah, don't make like stop people out there making like Democrats do that. Nobody wants an abortion. Nobody's pro-abortion. Yes, you are. If you are for yeah. abortion, you're pro-abortion in the same way that you're fucking pro-colonoscopy. It's the exact yeah. same thing. It doesn't mean oh, yeah. anything. Let, don't so don't fun. make me go down that path. I just want the I just want the Twilight medicine. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I'm trying to make I'm trying to make it light. I'm glad I can make you laugh. But we, you know, we are in. This is this is it. What's that song? This is it, boys. This is war. What are we fighting for? Like I I have been all morning singing. You don't own me. Yes, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. But this I'm not doing I don't fucking tell me what to do with my body. Exactly. This is the energy that every male and female voter, no matter what you identify as, you need to fucking have this anger. No fucking ER Democrats. No ER Democrats. I am sick and tired of that. I'm sick and tired of all the hurt feelings. And But don't include me on this. If you fucking, like I said, people get so upset when I talk about the midterms as if I'm blaming them. If I voted. If you voted, you did what you were supposed to do, but too many of us did not. We didn't mm-hmm. show up, and it was in the fucking numbers, especially in 2014. I've said this so many fucking times, 80 fucking years. It was 80 years that uh, the, it hadn't been that low, and it was Democrats, because the Republicans always fucking show up. But the Democrats didn't show up, and it was an 80-year low for that. So it's like, whatever the reason was... You're not pleased with Obama or you just couldn't be fucking bothered because it was, you know, something you y'all don't pay attention to politics. Well, guess what? <laughs> they pay attention to you and they're paying attention to you right now and they're taking rights away from you. Republicans take rights away. And the other That's thing right. I just have to scream about is I actually really do like her, uh Jamie Harrison. I think that he's a good person and I, I believe what he's doing is fantastic when it comes to excuse me, uh, the 50 straight state strategy. They have raised more money than ever before. The problem, the problem with the Democrats, though, 
And I don't want to make this all about Jamie Harrison and the DNC and Nancy Pelosi and everything, because I, I genuinely respect those people and think that they're doing a good job. But where they have failed us is they have not, unlike the Republican Party, they have not paid attention 24-7 to state elections. And I'm not, and whether it has to do with state houses, and state houses are a big thing. Um, what's his name? Um, David Pepper. He's Ohio Democrat. He wrote a book about that. And he was just talking about how Democrats have really failed to focus on state houses. And this is where a lot of the work is getting done. School boards, too, the local stuff. We just have, whether it's Democratic voters or the Democratic leadership, we have a tendency to only pay attention in election years. Meanwhile, the Republicans have been going at the, the fucking Heritage Foundation and the Koch brothers and all these people have been going after local and they have been successful and we have failed. This is not me attacking the Democratic Party. This is me wanting more and demanding more from the Democratic Party. And I'm hoping that this decision is going to put the fire under everybody's ass because it's not just the leaders, it's the voters too. We have all made decisions that have led to this moment that could have been prevented. And so now we have to remember that moving forward instead of saying, you know, oh, I can't be bothered to vote. It's too hard. It's too tough. When, when you have a when you have a whole fucking year, whenever it's election year, you have the time to plan your vote. Oh, come on, of course. So I don't, you know, I mean, I know not everybody. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And I, I know there are certain people who live in rural areas who are poor, and, and there are exceptions, and I recognize that. But But I would say that if the majority of people who didn't experience those exceptions would get off their fucking asses, the ones who have real problems won't be as, it won't matter as much. It's not to say that we don't need them. We need everybody. But if somebody is, you know, fucking poor and they can't get away and they just can't do it, then they can't. It's not their fault. But there are enough people in this country that can schedule fucking Voting Tuesday off. They can figure out or they can vote early. They can do an, they can do something. And there are, I know right now in Ohio, I believe it's Ohio, although I think the judge did throw out the gerrymandering map, but I can't remember for sure. But there are certain states that are gerrymandered so badly that it's impossible that all the Democrats could show up. And but it, but that's only for the House. That does not affect the Senate. So keep that in mind when you're voting. They can't. They do not gerrymander the Senate. They can only gerrymander the House. So and I guarantee you, if Democrats choose not to show up in November, guess who's going to get impeached? Right. <laughs> you know, right. they're going to impeach right. Biden. And if, if they take the Senate, then they'll kick him out. Yeah, no, it's 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 terrifying. You know what? I want to I want to take a moment to just say, like, people are probably, you know, their heads are spinning. And what can we do? Screaming. And so, you know, this <laughs> it, uh, abortion rights and so many other things go hand in hand with voting rights. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, you know, support. Support abortion providers support the political arms of mm -hmm. the pro-choice movement yes because it's it's groups like planned parenthood mm -hmm. advocates marmonte that's my region and there's an advocates arm to every planned parent affiliate across this country um you know there's there's there are the national um uh you know, there's there's Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood nationally as well, but you want to make sure that you're electing pro-choice champions in your region, right? Yeah. Always. So that that's a place where you know whatever you can, 
No donation is too small. It's right. not what you give, it's that you give. Yeah. Support them, volunteer, be boots on the ground, knock doors for pro-choice and pro-voting rights mm-hmm. candidates. Mm-hmm. Give to organizations like the Voter Protection Project, where where they their entire existence and the thrust of their entire organization is to get behind vo- people who are protecting voting rights, not getting in the way of them. This is how we do this, because slowly but surely, through gerrymandering, through you know all of this bullshit filibustering, we the the Republican Party is being very successful at chipping away at all of our rights. And this 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 decision to overturn Roe is just a, a perfect mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. of what that looks like. Yeah. And and if you're and and if you're gonna complain, but you're not gonna post and you're not gonna show up at the midterms and you're not gonna show up, you gotta vote in your freaking primaries mm-hmm. too. Yes. Cause 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 champions get weeded out, you know, in California, June seventh. Be ready. Yeah. Educate yourself. <laughs> make sure you're getting be you're make sure you're getting behind your your you know health care and PS abortion is health care advocates champions warriors look to go to any planned parenthood affiliate we, uh, advocates website and look at who the hundred percent endorsed candidates are these are people who are unequivocally on the side yes of 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 abortion rights oh, of, yes. of reproductive health care. Yes rights yes people keep saying what can i do what can i do look not every you can do yeah that's what you can do and not everybody feels like doing it all the time get over yourself i don't feel like doing it we don't have a choice to feel you you feel enraged yeah right gotta feel then you've gotta feel like doing it and standing up i'm going to a rally today at the federal building in oakland yeah I'm not, I'm, we're not, this is no joke. No. Oh, and by the way, if you don't think that women, that, that women in the labor movement in this state weren't up at two o'clock yeah. in the morning, figuring out what they were going to do next, you, you right. know, and I'm yeah. talking you people on the other side of this, mm-hmm. you are going to be shocked yeah. at, at what, at what we do. And of course the women are organizing. And here's the other thing I want to say. One one of many things I want to say. <laughs> okay, we came out and we marched all across the country, and yeah, there were dudes with us, but that you know, women were marching. Yes, because because a man who was caught on tape saying he grabs women by the pussy, yeah, was installed in in the into the presidency. Okay, and he has ruined mm-hmm. the country mm-hmm. in so many ways. Our Supreme Court is a farce yes it is it is illegitimate brett kavanaugh who was accused of sexual assault and rape sits on the supreme court and decided yesterday to take the abortion rights away from us Mm -hmm. this is where we are people Mm -hmm. that's what sitting home and not feeling like right showing up to vote looks like yeah okay so now you've got a bunch of women who have proved that they can organize mm-hmm. women, the, you know, the backbone, mm-hmm. like who got Joe Biden elected? Mm-hmm. Women of color, women of color and women of color. I, I mean, you know, I don't think they should bear the brunt of this at all. 
Um, we I, always bear the brunt uh, of it, and, and yes. we're used to it. And so guess what? Now we're fucking furious <laughs> beyond any level of fury you have ever seen. And it's not just women of color. It's white women. It's all women. It's the men who support women. And, you know, today there was a black woman who commented. I wrote something. You know, I posted God only knows. I was pissed and she came on and she said maybe it's time to have a conversation with the white women in your family who vote Republican and I replied to her and I told her I said you know fortunately the majority of women in my family vote blue there's one that's a MAGA and I said she's too far gone there's nothing I can say to her and and you know I mean it's true that white women as a voting block they vote for, for, for misogyny. They vote for white supremacy. They just vote for Republicans. And I don't know how to pull them out of this. There is one, one hopeful thought here, and it's really going to be impossible to measure. But Republican women, Catholic women, in fact, I did an article and I can't fucking find it, but I wrote an article about how a huge number of fucking abortions are by Catholic women. And of course, they're not telling Hello. anybody about it. Yes, there you go. And I mean, the ones that are full blown c- Catholic, you know, like who who say outwardly, "I believe it's wrong," they'll go do it privately because they have that right. I think some of those women may show up this year, but I don't know. I really don't know. It depends. Because I was like, I was talking to Bob last night, and I was saying, you know, in in those red states, obviously there are blue women liberal women living in red states and they're going to feel it but the thing is is I don't you know I mean there are a lot of girls and I'm saying girls on purpose not women there are a lot of girls I mean women too but you know like what if a a teenager gets pregnant or what if a 22 year old girl young woman gets pregnant and doesn't want to have a kid for whatever reason but her entire family her church her boyfriend her friends are all against abortion she's Mm -hmm. what what is she even when choice is available to you Mm -hmm. it's that outside pressure yeah it's it's that blame Mm -hmm. you know it's your fault it's Mm -hmm. your fault but but i but that you have an unwanted pregnancy that you find yourself in this position right and it's and it's guilt and it's shame and it's pressure and what we need to do is and what you know advocacy groups all over this country want to do and and try to do is say this is your choice yes and don't you don't have to you don't have to bend to that i i am just um i i i consider myself lucky that when i found myself in that situation when i was 17 years old that i didn't i didn't have to think twice right i knew i knew exactly where to go yeah i knew exactly what to do mm-hmm and I took care of it. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's not something, I mean, you wanted it, and it's not something that anybody, like, dreams about. It's not like, oh, I can't, I really hope oh, one day, one day I can have an abortion. Um, obviously, that's not ever happening. And that's no. why I think it's really important that Democrats have to use emotional language when they talk about abortion, and they should never play into those right-wing talking points. One of the things I want to do point out, though, I saw some feminists getting mad at Hillary Clinton because she said they should be, uh, what was it? Safe, rare and affordable or legal or what legal, I think. Um, and they didn't like the fact that she said rare because it, it, because it implies it's something we don't want, but ultimately we don't want, no one wants to have to deal with that procedure for any reason, especially, you know, you've got a couple 
They've got a couple of kids. They don't have a lot of money. Maybe they would love to have another baby, but they just can't afford it. You know what I mean? Oh, and, and so, and I, and, I know, and I know people who have found themselves in that position. Yeah. And, and so they don't want it. I mean, they want it because they want the opportunity to have that choice, but it's mm-hmm. like, they don't want it, but to go around and, 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 oh, wait, wait, back to my mind, obviously I'm like, Oh yeah, well, so... <laughs> we're, we're, I'm standing. By the way, I'm standing. <laughs> but like, okay. I don't. I agree with Hillary Clinton. Make it rare, and the the way you make it, and it's not shaming anyone. Nobody wants to fucking have to go through that shit. It, you're grateful for it if it's there, but you don't want to have to go through it. And so, since that's the case, that's when you make a you know birth control free. You make it extremely accessible for everybody. Mm-hmm. You have full on uh, birth con. You know education about reproductive everything and Mm -hmm. don't try to hide shit from people because Mm -hmm. the more the more you know and you know i mean i don't like i said i don't come down on her for that because i don't see it as language that's treating abortion like ooh oogie it's not we all understand the basic concept here if you can avoid if you can avoid that's why we take birth control we don't want to be pregnant. We don't want to have to deal with abortion. There were so many times in my life where I did use birth control and thought it failed. It didn't. But when I was in that moment and thinking, okay, well, I might be pregnant. It's like you said, no, there was no issue. I knew where to go. I was going to get an abortion because those times that I thought I was pregnant, I wasn't, with, I wasn't in a stable relationship with someone that I thought, okay, I could marry this guy. I was dating mm-hmm. people. Maybe, you know, there was this one guy that I used to see all the time and he w- we were never going to get fucking married. He didn't want to marry me and I didn't want to marry him, but we had fun and we went out and we had sex. And fortunately, I never got pregnant, but there were a couple of times where I, you know, my yeah. period was late or whatever and it was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, so exactly. so yeah, I mean it's like no, I don't want to And you and you panicked because you didn't want to go through it, but right. you wanted to exercise your right. But I would have fucking if, run to the abortion clinic. Hells yes. <laughs> I, I I take issue with the rare. I get it. I get why people are pissed because what rare means is like it 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 it, it shames people mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to keep it rare right. because you know, I, I get the sensitivity around that, but but to your other point, you know. I wish that when I was in high school and sexually active that, that my, you know, the nurse's office would have said, Hey, if you need birth control, it's here and we'll show you how to, we'll show you how to take it and use it and, and keep yourself unpregnant Yeah, because you don't, because you don't want, I don't, I didn't want to be someone's mother at 18. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, not at all. And And, and then, you know, and, and no child would have wanted to be my child. Uh, at that age come on yeah kids don't you know please no 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 and no okay well it is the time on the show when we have to take a quick break so we will be back after this message Hey there, it's Kimberly. If you'd like to support the Start Me Up podcast, just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. You'll see all the different tiers. You can make your choice and you will have my undying gratitude. Thank you so much. Okay, we're back. Oh my God, this is just all so fucking overwhelming. Everything is overwhelming, but you know what? We're going on about this, but there's a couple other things. And I don't know if you know this, but this has been reported that fucking um, Vladimir Putin, who is it? Some ex-military guy has said that Vladimir Putin has a terminal illness and may be dying from cancer. The unnamed source, source is claiming that Putin is suffering from terminal bowel cancer with his puffy face, a sign of uh, that he is enduring chemotherapy or on steroids. 
He also believes that that's the reason why he doesn't smile, that he's got, he's in constant pain. And this was reported by MSN. And, you know, I think yesterday it was reported that he was going into cancer surgery and he was handing over the power to the GRU, just like Biden would have to. Um, so, yeah, there's that's an interesting I mean, this is not about abortion, but I just had to break it up with this because I thought this is an interesting um, turn of events. Not surprising. But the other day, did you happen to see Putin talking to whoever he was talking to, the reporter or whoever it was, and he was holding the desk? Oh, yeah. And then I saw a video of him standing, trying to walk towards someone, and he was shaking uncontrollably. Wow, like I didn't his, his, see that. His right arm was shaking uncontrollably, and that was the hand he was grabbing the desk with. Interesting. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't he, know he about had a, that. He couldn't, like his leg wasn't working correctly. Hmm. Yeah. Well, of course, in the article, they kind of point out that they think that that is why he might be so aggressive with this war. And I'm not, you know, I mean, okay, aggressive cancer. I mean, is is it aggressive cancer? I don't know. Um, I don't know how long he has. But I just, yeah. I feel he's, okay, it says our people are confident he is ill. He is concerned about COVID as he keeps the staff at a distance. Um, let me see. It says, you know, it says, no, that's not it. Long story short, I, nobody knows how this is going to play out in his, you know, aggression and and this war. So that's really scary because, you know, we're dealing with someone who already is, I don't want to call him mentally unstable because I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a doctor, but anybody who's going to feed into the Soviet mindset to believe in that and to, I know he was raised with it and he's KGB and all that shit, but that mindset is so fucked up. And then on top of it, having some kind of, you know, horrible bowel cancer, God only knows what that's going to do to somebody's mind. And I mean, I'll tell you that I have that issue with olfactory hallucinations and it's, you know, I, I basically have, I smell smoke and rotting meat at the same time. And I physically feel as if I'm in a room with smoke and rotting meat, my eyes get teary and everything. But what winds up happening is because I'm so physically uncomfortable, my mind starts to go very dark. I have dark thoughts not suicidal, but, you know, I mean, the last time that it happened, I remember thinking that if we get, like, if the nuclear bomb hits D.C., that I wanted to drive into D.C. And, like, just fuck it, I, I can't take this shit anymore. I mean, those are kind of thoughts that I have when I'm mm. in the throes of this nasty fucking experience. Now, if he's got fucking bowel cancer and he's in pain all the time, I can't imagine what his thought process is like. I mean, even for somebody who doesn't have any kind of, you know, mental issues, and I don't know that he has mental issues, but I think his mental issues come in with the Soviet mindset. Um, I, I don't know. And this is a very scary thing because he might very well want to kick off World War Three, And oh. I mean, I don't, they're talking about that now. I mean, people in Russia are speculating they're saying on Russian state television that they don't see any other way, basically, other than some kind of world war, that they think that that's what Putin's going to do. So they're saying it publicly in Russia. And I don't know. But, you know, now, now it's just literally a matter of time. It's a matter of time for him. 
if this is true, if he has bowel cancer, I don't know how, you know, what stage it is. And I don't know anything, just the rumors that are going out there. And this, this is just ex-military saying it. But he did have to go into uh, surgery. I think he's in surgery today. So wow. there, there is something going on. And that was reported widely yesterday. Yeah, it says okay. Putin, Putin, well. business standard, Daily Mail, um, although I don't like the Daily Mail. But, um, yeah, at least business standard. I don't know who that is. It says Putin to go in for surgery, hand over temporary power to ex-KGB chief. So there's that. And then what was the other thing that I wrote down? Um, oh, and then there's Elon Musk. And, and here's, here's, yeah. here's the thing that really freaks me out about Elon. Because today, obviously, as we're all on Twitter and we're all talking about abortion and all this, obviously, there's a lot of trolls out there. And, you know, so there's one that I just blocked, but I quote tweeted him because he said something about how women are having irresponsible sex and you know, b because of that, because they're making that choice to have the irresponsible sex, um, it's all their fault, and therefore they should have to have abortion. We're, we're seeing a lot of those kinds of bullshit things. Okay, so when Elon Musk really takes over, and he talks all about this fucking free speech, it's going to be that much harder for you and me and anybody who's on Twitter to get the word out, because it's going to be so many fucking... If he allows, if, if this free speech thing means you get to harass people online i mean you know free speech you can i can say hey stephanie i hate your guts i'm going to tell her you know i'm going to go on twitter and put your address and phone number that's free speech mm -hmm. and so nice. i don't know you know this this elon musk thing coming up which i don't think the deal is finalized yet but it probably will be it's going to make our jobs as you know whatever we're doing, whether we're online warriors or whether or not, you know, just in, in regular life, just like what you're doing today, it's still going to interfere with our efforts because online is where you spread information. And like it or not, right now, Twitter is the most important website out there when it comes to like social media site, when it comes to news and kind of finding out because all these fucking journalists are on and world leaders. So you get like, if you're on Twitter, you know, the new, you know, the news before anyone else does because it starts trending immediately. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about Elon Musk and, you know, and the fact that he, I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday he posted, it was something like bring on 2022 or welcome 22, something about 2022. And it was a photograph of somebody just about to flick uh, like a tiger's testicles. But, but the hand position was in the white power sign. Now, for, for all I know, the person who made this meme had absolutely no intention of the white power sign. But if, okay, let me just ask you a question. Get your hand in the position of gonna flick something off the table. What is that position? Which, what, how are you holding your fingers? Yeah, it's, it's like the okay. Well, it's usually, though, the middle finger. Don't you usually flick with the middle finger? Oh, I. it's funny. Yes, I would, but I went to the white power sign because I think maybe because you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, somebody, somebody made that point. It was really funny because I was telling somebody yesterday on the phone about the white 
power sign that he posted. And I was, I was like, as I was explaining it, I was using with my hand the flicking and I realized I'm using my middle finger and I saw somebody post that. Usually when I flick something, I use my middle finger. This was used with the index finger and it was the power sign. So now, like I said, the person who made the meme, maybe it was innocent. Maybe that's just how they flick shit. But Elon <laughs> Musk, <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> knows this is the white power sign. He's fully aware of the fact that it's a white power sign. And so when he posts it like that, he offers up this plausible deniability. And, oh, my God, like John, what's his name? Pavlovitz said, I've never seen so many people defending a fucking billionaire in my life. And there were so many, mm -hmm. that, that's a real stretch. I'm sorry, that's a stretch. No, it isn't. I would never post that meme today because I understand what the white power sign means. Even if it's not meant to, even if that was not the intention of the meme, it doesn't fucking matter. White supremacists have co-opted that sign and Elon Musk knows it. And he posted it anyway. And he posted it to troll us. And it's like, oh my God, I need to shut up after this. But back in 2019, when that Brett Kavanaugh hearing was going on and his assistant or whoever she was, was sitting behind him making the white yeah. power sign for the mm -hmm, camera. Mm -hmm. Everybody was yelling at me when I was pointing out that's what it was. No, she's not. She's the woman of color. You're crazy. And what's what is now everybody just pretty much assumes, oh, I understand this has been co-opted by the white supremacists and this is what they do. There's pictures of fucking Roger Stone and that other guy who, I can't remember his name, the guy who's gay but he's not gay anymore and he believes in gay conversion therapy or something, that fucking crazy English guy and I can't think of his name um oh yeah we don't even need to say it Milo whatever yeah Milo Yiannopoulos and so he's got the what he's flashing the white power sign there's all these pictures even cops got in, tr in trouble for a picture of all of them flashing the white power sign so don't fucking tell me that I'm being naive or making a jump Elon Musk knows exactly what he's fucking doing and it's really mm -hmm. scary because I don't give a shit about, you know, what his political views are as long as he keeps them to himself and he's not and he owns this and he's influential and he's got all these bros behind him and they all fucking defend him. And that is really bad for all of us. It is really bad for us, especially if he if he's going to take this free speech thing all the way to where you can post. There's a lot of really egregious shit that you can post that isn't illegal and it would make the site unbearable. And, you know, what are we? Yes, there's an opportunity to come up with another Twitter, but good fucking luck. Good luck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're going to have alternatives. And I'm actually going to go on another site, which I'll talk about later. But, um, you know, but are, everyone is on Twitter. The whole fucking world is on Twitter. All the world leaders mm -hmm. are there. All the fucking journalists are there. They're not going to automatically jump to another site that nobody knows about yet. We're all stuck here for at least a while. And, right. and Elon is making it fucking worse. Yes. And I just, I really, I'm, you know, oligarchs should not be c controlling the narrative. They just shouldn't be. No. And, it, you know, I mean, just the whole tax thing, it's just so yes. vile. And, and I just, I, I, I just want him to go away. And I, I sometimes, you know, I see him because so many people are liking it or you know mm -hmm. he gets all this attention now and and his posts are just so asinine mm -hmm. you know um the one that he that he he responded to aoc oh, like, right yeah i mean he's just so so unbelievably vile and i, I just i hate 
I, I, I don't want to say something that's going to get me in trouble. I just, <laughs> I can't stand him. I can't stand what he stands for. Um, I'd like him to just go away and it makes me sick. I don't know if I'll leave Twitter, but I just, I'm not going to you know, leave I Twitter saw, at yeah. this point, but I mean, I will be joining. It's called rant R A N N T. And the real brief description on that is I think that like, I'll have my own page over there. It kind of looks like Twitter and you as as the I don't know what they're called I guess I'll be considered a creator I'm not sure but I'll find out more later I guess I can start up a bunch of different groups themed groups you know like like reproductive rights and uh, Putin or whatever it is and it is a patrons only kind of a thing it's a it's a paid community which keeps the trolls out but when I was talking to the guy who created the site he was saying what winds up happening is you know, you're in there and you're talking to people and then they're all talking to each other and then this whole community kind of stems from it. Like-minded individuals. Now, it doesn't mean we're all on the same page about everything, but the but we're, there's no trolls and it's like-minded individuals that can have discussions free from the trolls like you have to deal with on Twitter and Facebook. And so, um, you know, I'm going to give it a go. I don't know how it's going to be, but I think that sounds kind of cool because it is an opportunity to create a whole space where like-minded people can exchange ideas and you know support each other and all of that so for what it's worth I'm I don't know when I'm going to start I think they're they're getting it ready to get on Android right now they did an app for iPhone but now they need to get one for uh, Android but ever since this announcement has been made they're kicking into full gear so it should be soon enough so FYI okay but um and Going back to the women's issues stuff, I think I just want to reiterate, you know, we, we have an opportunity here and it's, it's fine to be upset about what's happened. It's fine to mourn the loss of our bodily autonomy, but look at it as temporary and demand that it be temporary. Because like I said, this country at one time, we weren't allowed to have abortions. Mm-hmm. So we've been here before. The, the, mm-hmm. the difference is it wasn't taken away from us. We never had it in the first place. Now we had it. So our desire to fight should fucking dwarf what they did back in the 70s and the 60s. We should be so fucking angry and loud that there should this election should be a fucking blue tsunami. It should be. I don't know that it will, but it should be. Well, I'm optimistic about that. I mean, we did it. Mm-hmm. We did it in 2018. Yes, we did. We won the pre- we won the presidency in 2020. Like now, it's just going to be you know on roids mm-hmm. um, this time around. I would imagine, but you know, it, we got we got to start right now. I mean, stuff is happening now. I mean, if you're paying attention, if you're at all involved in politics or, or have ever given a donation to a political candidate or organization, your inbox, your email inbox is inundated mm-hmm. with everything. You know, people are running, the primaries are starting to happen. Yes. Elections are, are underway. And so paying attention right now and getting ready to vote and, and educating yourself on the candidates and the, you know, the issues that surround them, it has to happen now. But like today, we all need to be in the street. Yeah. You know, for given given the decision that, that is coming down. And, you know, it's just like there's no rest. You know, I yeah. I I feel it's funny. You know, there were times when we were tired 
And when we're exhausted Mm -hmm. by, you know, the barrage of just bad news, you know, one thing after another, you know, let's not forget about what's happening in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you were talking about Putin just a moment ago, but like, you know, that's going on. We, you know, we have so many things to be furious over and and upset about. Mm -hmm. And really it's, you know, we have to vote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we it's it's all everything's on the line. Um and, and so I'm I'm kind of shocked like okay. This morning I went to the gym really really early and then I I popped into this little coffee shop to get myself a, a cup of coffee for the way home and there were three women I'm guessing in their 20s um working in the coffee shop and one of them said to me how are you doing today <laughs> and i just you know i fucking can't help myself and i said, well, <laughs> no, that's how i am you know it's a it's a tough day to be a woman mm-hmm. and they go what do you mean hmm. okay all right and granted you know they might have been asleep last night they might have yeah. been at class they might have been doing something they don't check their phones obsessively like you know like we, we do, do. <laughs> and, and and they said what happened and i said oh well, last night, uh, a Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade was leaked. They go, what? Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. Well, said, but see, that's it. Yeah. It's they're going to slowly gonna start do? waking up. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I go read up on it and get ready to you. You got to be ready to like activate. Mm-hmm. OK, it's happening mm-hmm. by the end, you know. By the time it took them to pour me my coffee and me to go throw some half and half in the cup, fists were in the air mm-hmm. and they were yelling mm-hmm. at me as I was walking out the door going, we're stronger together. Oh we my God. We got wow. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, and, and so it, it's, it, it's, it's wild. Um, and I just, I have to just say a text just came through and I'm sitting here. My, it just, it just came through on my computer. Uh Oh, hold on. Uh Oh, um, hang on one sec. Listen mm-hmm. to this. So I'm, I'm not going to name names, okay. obviously, Okay. but you know, someone our age uh-huh. was told, Oh my God, that an old white male colleague said to her, you're too old to have children, so why are you worried about the Supreme oh Court decision? God. Okay. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> now, who was that? Was was this that's man? In, that's in Oakland. Was this man a Democrat or a? Do you know? I, I I didn't. I have I haven't responded. I just saw that come through, and I figured I'd put it out there. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't get pregnant, so abortion isn't my issue, and I'm never going to take yeah. birth control again, so that's not my issue. But you know what? I'm fighting for the fa- I Just like you, you know, you talked about I knew I had that uh, available option to me, and, and I took it. Okay, I didn't have to get an abortion, but I certainly went to Planned Parenthood to get birth control in the times that I did not have a job and did not have insurance. And when I did have a job and insurance, I would get birth control from my doctor. But, but I would go to Planned Parenthood and they would give me what I needed when I didn't have the money and they kept me from getting pregnant. Or sometimes I took birth control because my the first time I think, well, not the first time, actually the second time I took birth control pill was because my cramps were so bad that I 
would pass out from the pain and I would have to stay home from work three fucking days a month because I just, I couldn't fucking walk. It was bad. And then I went on birth control and it seemed to, I mean, it gave me other symptoms and other shit I had to put up with, but it took away the inability to work. And, um, so yeah, I'm fighting for all the women that are, you know, coming up now for everybody who can get pregnant for every young person because it's important. I mean, look at fucking, I look at Harriet Tubman. I mean, I think of Harriet, and I posted her today because I was thinking of the ER Democrats. They're like, okay, we lost. And it's like, look at Harriet Tubman. Look what that fucking woman did. She was amazing. She was fucking amazing. She risked her life to save people. The Underground mm-hmm. Railroad. I mean, that woman was amazing. She didn't fucking put her hands up in the air and go, oh, well, this is a, this is a lost cause. I'm just going right. to give up. She risked her life. And, you know, granted, she had a lot to lose. And there are a lot of people in this country who have never had to fight for a goddamn thing because everything was handed to them. And they don't appreciate it. You know, they just didn't appreciate it. I appreciated it. I didn't have to fight for my right to abortion, but I certainly appreciated every fucking woman and man who came before me and made that happen. But there are so many of us that just take it for granted. And we don't even realize how important it is to have these kinds of rights and we're gonna you know if we don't see that now this has to be this has to be what energizes democrats and and makes us it's like bob said last night this needs to be what turns the democratic party into the god what word did he use but the majority party and that the the republicans have to be a minority party until they get their shit together and right now that's a long time coming because they got they've got Basically, their whole party is catering to QAnon. Whether, you know, whether Mitt Romney is catering to QAnon, no, he isn't, but he's still complicit. He voted with Trump, I don't know, 100% of the time. I think that's the number. So, you know, for all of his praise in, I mean, and I'm grateful whenever, like, he voted for Katanji uh, Brown-Jackson, and mm-hmm, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. But, you know, Mitt Romney is not our fucking friend. He's somebody no. that we can utilize who, you know, when, when he does decide to vote with Democrats or make a sane decision, but he's not a good man. And we should never pretend that somebody, you know, now it's like Murkowski's acting all surprised. I'm not sure I like the direction of this Supreme Court. Fuck you. I know she saved my health care, but what kind of fucking moron didn't see this coming? I, in fact, the only reason I'm going to say I didn't see it coming was because, honestly, I thought they were going to choose to do it quietly. I thought mm-hmm. they're not going to do this publicly because if they do this publicly, there's going to be a huge fucking backlash. And I thought they would, but no, they're doing it publicly and they're going to get just you fucking wait. Can you imagine the nutcase fucking season we're up for the election season with all the republicans i mean the banning of the books the 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 fact that they are calling disney pedophiles the 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 Mm -hmm. way that they're behaving it's going to escalate to shit we have never seen they're gonna Mm -hmm. escalate you think this is bad oh my god they're just getting started and i think the reason why is because they understand that this is the last fair election if if democrats don't show up um you know, this will be a, a fair enough election. It's not going to be really fair because of gerrymandering and suppression and all that. We haven't passed the Voting Rights Act. So there's going to be a lot of shit going on. But there is still an opportunity to win it. 
If we hand it over to the uh, Republicans, there is no opportunity to win 2024. They're going to install people who will overturn a legitimate election. So we will lose that. So this is it. This is the last one. And the Republicans understand that. So they are pulling everything. They are, they are going way batshit crazy to get to their base and rile up every single one of them to vote. And I hope it fucking backfires. But it's gonna, it, it will only backfire if we unite. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm fired up. I know that you have a very busy day. I know you're going to actually go speak somewhere. So that's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And I love you so I, much. I, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to, I, I got to iron my pink jumpsuit. And I am, you know, I've got this shirt that I kind of want to wear underneath. The, it's like, it's like one of those, like, um, it's like dungarees or whatever. It's almost like a, if I worked at a, if I, if, if, if I worked at a, uh, like an um an auto shop and but i was wearing like fuchsia pink right from head to toe. <laughs> that's so, so awesome zips, and i've got this shirt that says watch out motherfucker i vote <laughs> and i don't know you know i i can't I, yeah. I have to watch myself i gotta watch myself yeah. like i need to know where to walk the line <laughs> and draw the line but yeah no this is this is great i i i'm so glad i i have to tell you that in my sadness last night and i I knew it was I knew it was going to happen, mm -hmm. but I wasn't prepared of how, right. for how it was going to make me feel in the moment. Right. And in the moment, it took it it took everything I had. I know I was to physically just not shaking. Completely break down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Bob my, was my seventeen. Yeah, my seventeen year old son was standing with me, and he's like, he goes, "What happened?" And I said, and then he just kind of let me. Yeah. Take a moment. We were going to watch Better Call Saul, and he was like, "Oh, we watched Pause. that too." And he said, this is, he goes, I know this is a really big deal. And I said, it's a big deal to you, babe. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal to you. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal to all of us, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I remember over the summer, I was having this conversation with my, my mother-in-law, you know, like when Roe is overturned, that was, that was the mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. When. Right. And my daughter goes, and mom, can I go to war with you? <laughs> oh my God. I love her. I love her. Yeah, I mean, can last I night to, I was, I I, it was funny war. because I was doing my normal, I love to call it after dinner Twitter. So I'm like doing my after dinner Twitter and I'm just having fun and I'm just, you know, trying not to get fucking wrapped up in whatever's going on in the day. And then I, you know, Rachel Maddow was on and I had the, I had my headphones on and I was listening to music and I see the fucking breaking news about Roe and I'm like, holy fucking shit. And, and so Bob was in the shower and I was like, I knocked on the door and he's like, you know, asked me what's going on. And I'm, I told him and it was funny. He had, he said nothing. He was just dead quiet. And I went back and I went back into the living room and I just sat there and I started shaking. I was so, I, I was, you know, the thing about it though, because it was kind of almost like, all right, now that they've done this, now that this is actually happening there's an opportunity and that was the first thought that I had I was angry and I was beside myself but I genuinely thought good good I hope this fucking wakes people up because again the quiet route wasn't doing it people didn't get it they didn't understand with all these little fucking draconian laws and six weeks six week ban and 15 week ban here and you know non-viable here and nobody was paying attention to that Occasionally, you might hear someone talk about it on the news, but people just weren't understanding. I mean, all the political junkies knew. 
you know, all the fucking people who have been following this ever since the Tea Party got in and got rid of all the fucking uh, clinics in Texas and in Mississippi, we're all aware of it. But regular Americans who are not playing that, you know, not really focusing in on this just don't know. This makes them know. So again, I'm going to end the show on the fact that we have an opportunity and we need men's voices. Like John Fugelsang said today, you know, I, I don't have a dog in this race or he didn't say it like that, but he was like, I'm going to stay out of it. And I said, I beg to differ. We really need you, especially fucking you, John Fugelsang, because he's so good at what he does. He is so good at making a point. And I want his voice. I want men to scream at the top of their lungs and say, this affects me too. This is not just about women, but I stand up for all of the women who this affects. And I'm going to fight for each and every one of them and all the people who can become pregnant because trans people can become pregnant. So we have Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. recognize that. We definitely have to fight and we just have to make sure that fucking November is a blue tsunami. Blue tsunami. So I'm just so glad I could scream all day with you. Me too. Um, I'm just going to keep that ball rolling. Keep that ball rolling. Take that fire. Take that fire with you. And of course, so we have to just be like all podcasty now and tell everybody where to find you. Oh, at Steph for Oakland on Twitter. (laughs) That's it, man. That's it. Steph, is it F-O-R? S-T-E-P-H-F-O-R, Oakland. All right. So follow me. Follow Let's fight. Let's Let's fight fight together. You know that mine is author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. And my books are on Amazon. I wrote Peyton's Choice. It's all about a teen abortion. If you support me, you can buy the book. If you like the book, you can give me a good review. I'll be your best, 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 best friend. But thank you, Stephanie, because you truly are my best friend. And I'm so grateful that you had the time to be on. And I love you. And I just... I love you. We got we to gotta stick together. <laughs> and we got to fight. Will, and we always are. And by the way, Peyton's Choice is a freaking excellent book. Oh, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we, right. We, we shall talk again. All right, my darling. All right, take care. You too. Bye-bye.